Hey friends and happy Sunday. I hope your week went really well and I'm super excited to be back here talking to you guys. But before we start today's podcast episode, I wanted to read some scripture from the Bible so that we are in the right mindset for today's podcast. In Isaiah 41:10, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Friends, we are going to be bringing this Bible verse in today's podcast episode as we talk about the Second Amendment. To give you a little outline of what today's podcast episode is going to sound like, first we're going to talk about the Second Amendment and why do we have it in our United States Constitution. And then next we are going to be looking at the gun violence in the United States and what is a biblical response to these tragedies. Then we are going to be looking at the gun bills that were passed by the House and maybe some red flags that gun owners might need to be worried about. And then lastly we are going to be talking about what the future looks like for a gun owner in America. So what is the Second Amendment? The Second Amendment to the Constitution protects the right to keep and bear arms. It was ratified on December 15, 1791, along with the nine other articles of the Bill of Rights. As you heard, the Second Amendment protects the right to keep and bear arms. So if we go more in depth into this, what does it actually mean? To give historical context, the Second Amendment provided U.S. citizens the right to bear arms. Having just used guns and other arms to ward off the English, the amendment was originally created to give citizens the opportunity to fight back against a power-hungry federal government. The NRA, or the National Rifle Association, says the Second Amendment protects an individual right to possess a firearm unconnected with service in a militia, and to use that arm for traditionally lawful purposes, such as self-defense within the home. If you have not already heard on the news what gun control is, this is a definition for it. Gun control is the set of laws or policies that regulate the manufacture, sell, transfer, possession, modification, or use of firearms by civilians. Just like an argumentative essay, I am going to be giving you the other side of the argument of why they think that gun control is such a good idea. Their stance is that the Second Amendment is not an unlimited right to own guns. More gun control laws would reduce gun deaths. More gun control laws are needed to protect women from domestic abusers and stalkers. Guns are rarely used in self-defense. Legally owned guns are frequently stolen and used by criminals. Those are just a few of the many reasons why they think that gun control can save America. But if we go back and dissect that argument, let's go into it a little bit in depth. So the proposal that more gun control laws would reduce gun deaths is a blank statement. And this is because they cannot guarantee that gun control laws can reduce gun deaths. And this is why. The Gun Control Act of 1968, which regulates firearms at the federal level, requires that citizens and legal residents must be at least 18 years of age to purchase shotguns or rifles and ammo. All other firearms, handguns for example, can only be sold to people 21 and older. Really quickly, I want to talk about what political party is for gun control. So there's generally more support for gun control legislation in the Democratic Party, but there are some in the Republican Party. It just depends. It's by a person-by-person basis. Um, But the Libertarian Party is very outspoken against gun control. 
So back to the Gun Control Act of 1968. This was regulated to have firearms that were like rifles, shotguns, things that were big and heavy with ammunition that were something that Congress, who makes federal laws, um, decided that 18-year-olds um, and lower should not have. Different policies have been put in place and we still see gun violence. So it shoots down the argument that gun control can lessen or reduce gun violence in America. If we take this from a biblical standpoint, we know that we are all born with sin. And this means that even though yes, gun violence is a tragedy to anyone who has to experience it, that is what is a part of being or living in a fallen world. And it can be encouraged by Revelation 21, 4, which says he will wipe every tear from our eyes. And then also in Psalm 34, 18, which says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. We will experience hard times in our lives, but that doesn't mean that we can uplift others while they are going through hard times. Now that we have a good background on what the Second Amendment and gun control is, let's talk about the shootings that happened in America in the past two weeks. There are three major gun violence stories that made the headlines, which the first one is the Boulder shooting in Colorado. There's one in Virginia Beach that had eight injured and two dead. And then also the um, Atlanta area spas, which uh, eight were killed in three shootings. I want to first say that these are terrible, terrible events that went down. And my heart goes out to anyone who had to experience this or lost a loved one in these shootings. And I'll be praying for your family as you go through this. I also encourage my listeners to do that as well. Pray for those who are hurting. Reach out to those communities and see what you can do to help. From the Boulder shooting in Colorado, here is a quote. A police officer was among 10 people who were killed when a gunman opened fire at the King Super Grocery Mart in Boulder, about 28 miles northwest of Denver, on Monday in the second mass shooting in the United States in a week. Um, and it's referring to the second mass shooting, which was the Atlanta spa shootings. Um, the spa shootings are well known because it is claimed that it was an attack against Asian Americans. The Atlanta spa shootings were three different attacks on three different spas. Federal agents on Wednesday joined the investigations into shootings at these spas that left eight people dead Tuesday evening. The attacks began around 5 p.m. when four people were killed in a north suburb in Atlanta. And then also, less than an hour later, four women were killed in two shootings again. The victims from those shootings appeared to be Asian women. Authorities arrested a suspect, Robert Long, 21, of Woodstock after a brief manhunt, Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain Jay Baker said. Lastly, Baker, the Cherokee County Captain, said deadly violence was rare for the area. I want to discuss critical race theory really quick. If you are unaware of what critical race theory is, it is an academic movement made up of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to critically examine the law as it intersects with issues of race and to challenge mainstream liberal approaches to racial justice. We have seen in the past years that critical race theory has been increasing in mainstream media. And why is this? As we look around in our world and in social media, we see that racial tension has grown and grown exponentially. My personal opinion on racial tension in America is due to critical race theory. That is my opinion. And this is because I believe that the liberal media has pushed critical race theory harder and harder throughout the years. And also, people who are publicly educated believe that critical race theory is the only way to find justice for those who have suffered at the hands of racial injustice. Really quickly, let's talk about the two bills that were passed by the House this week. 
Um, in Washington, the U.S. House of Representatives on Thursday approved of a pair of gun control bills. The first bill that was passed in the House was 227 Democrat to 203 Republican, which closed a long-standing loophole of gun laws by expanding background checks to those purchasing weapons over the Internet, at gun shows, and through certain private transactions. Only eight Republicans joined the Democrats in backing this bill. The second bill that was passed, which was 219 Democrat to 210 Republicans, with only two Republicans supporting it, would give authorities 10 business days for federal background checks to be completed before a gun sale can be licensed. Currently, these sales can proceed if the government cannot complete complicated background checks of prospective buyers within three days. If we talk about the presidency with Joe Biden, he is in support of expanding gun control measures. The legislation may face a tougher battle in the U.S. Senate because um, there are less Democrats that hold um, the majority than the House. So that is something to think about. After the recent public shootings, President Joe Biden uh, called on Congress to tighten those gun laws. So that is why those bills were passed. Let's look at the Republican response to these bills. So they opposed these bills and they argued that legislation would not make American streets safer and would infringe upon the right to bear arms guaranteed under the U.S. Constitution's Second Amendment. For my personal opinion, I totally believe that it is infringing um, the right to bear arms, and this is why. The Second Amendment is there to protect our rights to own guns, and if I am a person who wants to own a gun, I am allowed to own a gun. If you do not want to own a gun, you do not have to. It is not there to press you to own a gun. That is the beautiful thing about the Constitution. And like we talked about the argument earlier that it can make American streets safer, that is totally untrue because people will find a way to buy guns if they can't buy them legally. Lastly, I want to talk about what the future America looks like with these bills coming through the House and then also our Second Amendment rights slowly and slowly fading from existence. What is this going to look like for the next generation? So let's talk about this really quick. What this is going to look like is it is going to become harder and harder to buy a gun to defend yourself. I am in agreement that background checks are a good thing because if you have nothing to hide, then yes, you can have that gun. But that is my personal opinion. And that is why people are so concerned about this bill is because it is not just directed at all gun purchases. It is directed to gun shows, different things, the small aspects, which that is a private owner selling a gun which is not a corporation or business. One thing that we have to take into consideration is as long as we have violence on our streets, Democrats will push gun control against gun violence. All I can say is that there is not a perfect situation, and as long as we live in a corrupt, fallen world, there will be violence and there will be death and sorrow. And we know this because of the Bible. I hope that you continue to fight for your rights even when it becomes unpopular to do so. Standing up for your rights, like the Second Amendment, can guarantee that we keep our rights for years to come. With all this said, I hope that you can make a logical conclusion of what your thoughts are on the Second Amendment, and I encourage you to keep reading even beyond this point. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast episode, and I hope that you join me for next week's. Bye, friends.